It's Tuesday, May the 12th. We're reading through the Bible, giving you a bit of a preview of where we'll be in 2 Kings chapters 4 and 5. Uh, Elisha multiplies the oil. I mean, there are things that are attributed to Elisha's ministry, I guess in the wake of such a powerful prophet like Elijah. Lots of authentication that this is God's man in terms of authenticating miracles. He tells uh, the Shunammite woman that she's going to have a son. It's certainly a case of the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. He ends up uh, dying. And yet then Elisha brings him back to life. A fascinating story in chapter 4. Chapter 5, another interesting story. Uh, Naaman ends up uh, wanting to be healed. He's the Syrian uh, commander that has a case of leprosy. He wants some dramatic healing and he goes and sends for Elisha. Elisha wants him to dip in the Jordan River. He's not willing to humble himself, and uh, yet he finally submits with the urging uh, of one of his men and does what he should, and in his humility, he is healed of his leprosy. What a great picture of our need to submit ourselves to the gospel, to humble ourselves, to the call of the gospel, to be counted with the people of God in a world that despises the people of God, and in the humility and simplicity of the gospel uh, to find the kind of healing that we need in Christ to see our sins forgiven, to be rightly related to our King. Uh, John chapter 4 is our New Testament reading, the first 30 verses we're going to be reading. This is the famous story of the woman at the well where Jesus shows his passion for evangelism. And of course, as the Son of God, he has insight we could never have in terms of the detailed specific sins of this woman. Remember, she's a Samaritan woman and the disciples were shocked that he would even speak to the Samaritans. Remember, the Samaritans were the northern Israelites who had intermarried with the Assyrians back in the 6th and 7th century B.C., and the Jewish people of the South just did, could not stand them. And as Jesus is going uh, to Galilee, he passes right through the middle of a land that most people would uh, end around. And in that, he ends up bringing some clear teaching about who the Messiah is, pointing to himself, and uh, talks about the fact that all of the disputes about where they worship. The Samaritans, of course, had to set up their own alternative worship site for their uh, temple versus Jerusalem. He cuts through all of that and speaks to the reality of all the ceremonies going away. And of course, this woman becomes an agent of seeing a whole village, many of them at least, brought to faith in Christ. More on that tomorrow. Our community imperative that I want us to focus on today is found in Philippians chapter 2, verse number 3. And uh, I simply put it this way, let's stop trying to outdo each other. There's the summation of this principle. It says this, do nothing from selfish ambition. There's the key phrase, selfish ambition or conceit. But in humility, count others as more significant than yourselves. Just think about that. If that were true, that I really counted others as more significant than myself, then it would certainly cut out conceit and selfish ambition. And the Bible says we should do nothing from those. things. There should not be motives in my life. And there's just far too much self-promotion, a lot of uh, rivalry, a lot of competitive spirit in terms of, you know, I'm better than you. We would never say it that way, although some people almost say it that emphatically. Uh, we need to be done with that. All, you know, I'm better, I'm smarter, I'm faster, I figured things out, I know more than you. All of that kind of ambition that's self-promoting and self-aggrandizing, it needs to be gone. And that's the competitiveness that you often see, a lot of it on social media that just seems ridiculous as people posit to see if it's not them, my kids, my kids are smarter than you, more talented than yours, better than yours, whatever. It's just, you know, more beautiful than yours. All of that competitive, self-aggrandizing, self-promoting, selfish ambition needs to be done away with. 
And here's a, a negative community imperative. Don't do anything with those things driving your decisions. Promote other people. Let them be considered in your mind more significant than you and do it sincerely. I put it this way. Instead of promoting yourself, promote others and promote others like you mean it. I mean, can you really rejoice in someone else the way you might rejoice in someone like a child that you dearly love that you are excited about their advancements. You're excited about what they are and who they are and what they do. So outdo one another in showing honor. We've seen that in the one another's, but in this text, I just want to say, let's just not work so hard at that competitive drive to compare. Stop trying to outdo each other. That's a good reminder for us today. So be sure to subscribe. We'll be back again tomorrow as we continue our reading through the Old and New Testaments.